0: Hello, guys, Danny again for another episode of Screwed Up Moments Plus. Hope you guys had a good Christmas, you know, feeling refreshed, taking a break from work, that sort of thing. In this episode, we will be talking to Simon and Sherman, the co-founders of Happiness Initiative, the brand that is behind the original Screwed Up Moments project. They are just two of the nicest, most dedicated people that I've had the opportunity to meet, and I certainly learned a lot just by working with them and seeing how they operate. All right, so without further ado, here is that interview. Alright, hello guys, so uh, welcome back to another episode of the Screwed Up Moments Plus So right now I'm here with the co-founders of Happiness Initiative, Simon and Sherman And today is actually uh, the 5th of October We've just launched the Screwed Up Moments podcast like a few days ago And uh, yeah, Simon, can you just tell everyone where we are right now?
1: Oh, we are now right outside Daily Scoop yeah, yeah, r- yeah. Uh, yeah. Is the very place that we started our discussion on the, the first uh, ever screw up moments podcast.
2: Oh yeah, this is where actually Danny was the one that pitched to us this idea <laughs> of doing a podcast. Yeah, yeah. on one very late. What, Sunday night? Uh. Was <laughs> it a Sunday
0: night?
1: Yeah uh, I can't remember But I remember it was a late night uh, Which day of the week I can't really remember <laughs> We were tired We were uh, There were uh, so many things going on uh, You know, in our lives And uh, in uh, in happiness initiative And then when Danny He was as passionate as ever Talking about <laughs> podcasts. And then he Well, he just Like took all Our tiredness away yeah. And we, we, we Yeah, I was just So captivated Not by the idea But by his passion In the podcast Yeah
2: Maybe we were so tired That we just said yes <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh-huh. Yeah well, 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 What do you guys remember From, from that uh, from that day? I remember that Clarissa was there Rico was there as well Clarissa was there? Yeah, Clarissa was there Yeah uh, Yeah, or, or yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Clarissa Oh, that was the first
2: time you met Clarissa Yeah, that was the first time you met Clarissa
1: Yeah, I I, I think what I remember was uh, I haven't seen someone so passionate about (laughs) podcasts You know, or so passionate about the project Uh, Yeah, that that passion over the project Just, just, you know, uh, far surpass any doubts that we have. So with your passion, right? I, what I mean, there could be there, there, there were possibly some doubts, but because of your passion, I I was just sold. I was just sold by the idea.
0: Yeah. <laughs> just to say, I'm, I'm very very humbled uh, to, to work with Happiness Initiative and Simon especially because, uh, these guys are very very inspirational and, you know you know to be fair. Uh, um, I was really just... The, the reason why I was so, I guess, passionate about doing this project was that it was because I attended that Screwed Up Moments that first time. And I was just like, wow. I can't believe what, what these guys... What the people there were sharing. I can't believe that people were actually listening so intently. You know, some of the things that people are saying is just incredible. Uh. So I guess, you know, using this, this moment, right, could you just explain like, how that idea for that... Because Screwed Up Moments first existed as like a live series, right? Yeah, so how did that idea first first, uh, come to you guys? Uh, No, uh, it's not really. Like for me, right,
1: I I realized that people, you know, stories have the power to inspire. Mm -hmm. And as I was going around looking at the Singapore society, I think that there's this strong and intense fear of failure. You know, that we, Maybe because we, are, we have always been a very pragmatic society We have to always strive for the excellence And if we are not good enough Or we are not the best, right? Someone will eventually overtake us And I think that that has uh, you know, so entrenched in our national psyche That I think it is doing more harm than good mm. I, I think a certain level of uh, excellence, you know, you strive for excellence is good, but when you strive for excellence to a point whereby you do not even enjoy the moment itself, mm. we are always looking in the future that you lose sight of the present moment, you don't even enjoy those little joys uh, in the present moment and we are always thinking about you know, next time, next time, next time right? I think that is counterproductive Mm. and because uh, it's it's just something that I observed that we have that national is very much in our national psyche that we fear failure so much that I thought why don't we get people to talk about failures Mm. you know and I think that a lot of people fail a lot of people have their lowest point in life Uh, Someone said it famously, right That there's always pain in the room Mm. So I think that We wanted a series for people to talk about this That they are not alone if they are suffering uh,
0: Sherman, do you have any thoughts on this?
2: Uh, I I think for me it's a a, a little bit different I think that uh, One reason why that thing was quite important for me Was because I realised that there's a lot of narratives of in the media success is always very glamorized Mm -hmm. so a lot of times people tend to talk about you know people who are very successful big CEOs or millions of dollars and stuff like that and even in social media now there's a very strong positive bias where people are always posting happy things like you post stuff about your holiday your promotion your very nice dinners and meals that you're having your family and stuff like that and, and somehow it, it skews your perception towards what the real actually is like you think that oh everyone is having these lives better than you but actually the truth is that there are a lot of uh, people that are are going through sh- shit Like I mean in a sense yeah. that they're, they're going through difficult times and this whole uh, Media coverage Of all these successes Doesn't as, Doesn't really help People who really Are struggling in life yeah. And that's why we felt That this thing was important And this And this podcast Was even more so Important was really because It, it, it served as a platform That could reach out To a lot more people mm. Yeah Because the live event Was only One time And at one time You could have About 50, 60, 70 Or 100 people there But You know It was a one time and it's over mm. right but the podcast allows it to live on a much longer life where people anytime anywhere can listen to it uh. yeah yeah.
0: yeah so, so I was just wondering that um, you know I think just now you mentioned to me that last time right there weren't that many people talking about you know openly talking about like mental health issues or talking yeah. about their failures right so do you remember like the first live screwed up moments sessions that you did and, and was it easy to, to get it all started and stuff or oh, to find no. people to talk about talk yeah. about this I I think finding people the first time wasn't the hardest
2: part. I think the hardest part, because it was the first time we were running an event, and we were still a relatively new social enterprise in in Singapore, right? Mm. I think the hardest part was trying to get people to come. Yeah, we we really pushed very hard for the, the, the first group moments, and I think we had a nice about 20 to 30 people that came yeah and, and that was a result of a lot of very intense marketing efforts like oh. really just asking people to come, inviting them, sharing on our Facebook page and whatnot. La. so that was the
0: first time yeah. do, you, do you remember who your first three speakers were? Oh, yeah. yeah, I remember.
2: <laughs> so we had Basil. Basil was a, Basil is a very old friend of mine from university, so he started a social media company, but he talked about his uh, uh, during his earlier years when he was a very passionate. Pilot. He was very passionate about flying But the thing is that He failed every single flying test there was He failed to get into the new flying club oh dear. He failed to get into the RSAF And then finally he failed to get into SIA oh dear. Yeah, So he talked about that failure And how... Uh, sort of It left, left him A bit devastated lah, But if, how he Eventually managed To get over it lah. Hmm. Then we had uh, and,
1: uh, and he founded uh, This uh, This Social media, media company, company called, called
2: in, all media.
1: in all media Yeah In all media So we also want to Give a shout out to him eh, Because <laughs> uh, For our first Group moment He, he really Supported us by you know coming forth to share about his uh, failures and till this day I still remember his talk he says the only way that he can fly right is someone would to give him 400,000 because uh, that's a school fees to learn as a private uh, candidate uh, to fly yeah, so we remember joking about it that oh maybe after you share about your strong <laughs> moment right, someone may eventually <laughs> give it. you four hundred thousand dollars to learn to uh, you know to learn flying. Yeah, but I think no one did. <laughs> oh, no one did yet. Uh, yeah, so yeah. we never know. Maybe with, with this podcast right, <laughs> someone may uh, you know listen to it and you know decided to sponsor him to fly. Yeah,
2: yeah we never know. Yeah. Yeah. So we had another person, uh, Liu Yan. Liu Yan. Was a very interesting story Because what happened to her Was that she She was a very She was like a superwoman She was a very career driven woman You know the kind of Very driven woman That really does Tries to do everything And stuff like that And and she reached a part In her career Where she got pregnant And after that uh, Things all came crashing down When her boss sort of fired her When she was pregnant In the hospital Right? Yeah Yeah. Yeah. The boss fired her so that really Everything came crashing down And she got very devastated. And this Her story really Just She learned really about uh, What are The important things in life In a sense and Then the last speaker We have Leonard Leonard was also a very Close friend to us So he He talked about how Leonard is someone That is very passionate about Baking. So he's very passionate about baking, making ice cream, confectionery and things like that. Mm. So he has been doing it ever since he was in JC. So even throughout his university he was studying engineering. Mm. But he was really very passionate about baking. Also when he left university, traditionally most people would have gone into study in the corporate world, be an engineer, right? He went straight into FMB. Yeah. With a (laughs) university degree, went straight into FMB, worked in cafes, serving and everything, and then eventually he... He decided to start his own cafe lo, But uh, the partner that he was working with Burned him very badly So basically he had a very bad experience To the point that he, he had trouble sleeping He he you know The the, the partner was very toxic la, very, very mean to him Wasn't very nice to him And eventually he decided to leave the partnership And in the process he lost uh, Tens of thousands of dollars la, oh. Ten of twenty thousand dollars But he eventually then after that Took the leap of faith again And then after many years Of working again In the cafes He said try again And then he started Another cafe And now I think That cafe is like One of the best Ice cream shops in Singapore It's called Dopa Dopa Ice Cream
1: Yeah (laughs) Dopa Dopa Ice Cream And I remember it uh, Very uh, You know uh, While he was Thinking when he uh, at that point in time when he was uh, thinking of the name, right? Yeah. We always joke with him because he's he had one of the best pistachio ice cream. Oh. So we always joke with him saying that well, you you shouldn't call you should call your ice cream uh, cafe right uh, Leonard Stachio <laughs> okay, because it's pistachio ice cream, right? But uh, he eventually uh, settled for
2: the name Dopa Dopa. But his uh, pistachio ice cream is really the best really? You all should really try If it's not the best, we will pay you back for the ice cream I can guarantee
1: you So we would we want yeah, And uh, we just want to put in record That uh, the first name The first choice name was Leonard Stacho. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, but I mean um, Stories like Leonard's, like right It really just exemplifies the kind of The message that you all are trying to push out With uh, screwed up moments which is, you know, that it's okay to fail, it's okay to try again. Yeah. And it's like, you know, whenever I attend all your series, right? I'm just so amazed that people actually go through these, um, all, all the things that they've done, and they actually still manage to come back again, you know. Uh. Certainly, like, the stories with like that you just mentioned, and then even from our first season, even stories from, like, uh, Danny or, or Cheryl or, or others, right, all the same. So I was just wondering from... All the speakers that have come up so far are there, is there anyone that really like the most memorable one for for you guys yeah, or the most the one that you think was like the most crazy story or the most impactful story Yeah, yeah uh, you uh, Sharon? okay so for me
1: right I think the most impactful one was the very recent one that I heard by Vincent. So there's this very interesting uh, a narrative that even till now, right, continue to plague him. Uh, it is that narrative that if, you know, I get this, then I will be happy. If I get this, then I'll be happy. And in our, in, in our culture and our environment in Singapore, right, I think it's so common that we are being brought up uh, like if I get this, then I'll be happy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always if, if we are always living for the future and not living in the present moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that is something that I thought it has been resonating with me since he talked about it. It's a simple idea, right? But I think a lot of people, he asked them, Are you happy? They're likely going to tell you that if I get this, then I'm happy. Yeah, I, I, it's just something that I thought could be quite common yeah. in our, among our culture
2: here in Singapore yeah. What about you Sherman? Uh, the, actually the first story that came to mind was actually Lauren's story like, She was one story that has always stuck, stuck to my mind Because I, I remember her sharing about how she suffered through four consecutive miscarriages and that was actually quite a... Uh, I uh, It's a bit. I mean, I was quite affected by it because, like, for a, a mother to lose one child through a miscarriage, it's already quite a traumatic experience. And for someone to go yeah. through four consecutive miscarriages, yeah, like I can't imagine. You know, the kind of emotional roller coaster that they're going through. La. So I yeah. think that was one of the stories that every time I talk to people about squad moments, her story always comes to my mind immediately. Yeah, yeah. because it was such a uh yeah, it's just really quite a crazy story. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I remember uh, when we did the recording of Lauren, right? That was that was quite painful yeah. even for her to just talk through la, as yeah. you can imagine, reliving all that memories again. The, the very striking thing to me about, about that was that you know it wasn't just like the fact of having lost the children it was the fact that she used to be an athlete and then now it just seemed like her body was like failing her yeah. it's just like you, 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 you can just it's hard to imagine like the kind of uh, shattered worldview that you must have after, after, after going through that so that was, that was really really painful yeah. very very memorable Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, now that we have launched the, the Screw Up Moments uh, podcast officially, we are going to be continuing launching this. We have, we have continued uh, launching this throughout all through December. Uh, what are you guys working on right now, outside of Screw Up Moments, of course? Yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, we are now currently working on uh, two things. The mm-hmm. first one is this Happiness uh, Conference and Film Festival mm-hmm. uh, taking place uh, 18 to 22nd of March 2020. Mm-hmm. It's a very exciting project for us because it's the regions first. Mm. Uh, this year, we did the Happiness Film Festival, and a number of people who attended the film festival wanted more. Mm. They say, beside the film, the post-screening dialogue sessions, right? They will want to learn more. Is there something that they could experience more, yeah. which uh, prompted us to go back and rethink what else could we offer? And we think that. Uh, Okay, we could offer them workshops And a lot more in-depth, deep dive into some of the ideas and concepts uh, Through the uh, conference setting So, um, it's another very audacious thing that we are doing Because uh, (laughs) as of now, we haven't gotten any grant uh, to do it Uh, But yet, uh, we have already kind of formed all the speakers already Book the venues So Yeah So
2: essentially All our cost centre Is set up But our profit centre We haven't built (laughs) (laughs) Our revenue
1: So that's a Big thing That we are doing And if anyone Is listening to this podcast And you (laughs) Decided that Okay I would love to sponsor A very good course Right So please contact uh, any one of the contact numbers or details that is left in this podcast
2: sherman at (laughs) happinessinitiative.sg or simon at happinessinitiative.sg so that's one big project another big project that we
1: are thinking uh, of doing will be the happiness network Hmm. Uh, because we know that different people are doing uh, their very good work to benefit you know the community uh, to improve the happiness and well-being of their own community yeah. So we are thinking of creating a happiness network, right? To bring people together, to network and to form partnerships Very importantly is to form partnerships So that they could amplify the good work that they are doing Through some of these uh, synergistic uh, collaborations mm. yeah. So that's the
2: two things Yeah. you have anything else to add, sure. No, I know Basically Yeah, we're also working Over life balance <laughs> like yeah. I think sometimes we I mean, being humans We are very passionate About what we do So sometimes you also It's easy to also For us Ironically Even though we're running An organization Like happiness initiative We yeah. also have to Make a conscious Effort to also Not uh, work so, Take hey. care of ourselves like yeah. in that sense and So We also have been Talking a lot about How can we Manage things Such that while we are doing a lot of these crazy huge events, but yeah. manage our time so that we can also have enough rest. Uh. yeah. Um.
0: On a on a, on a scale of one to ten, how busy or how stressed are you guys? Well, I think it's a ten. then uh. ten?
1: Uh. Oh come on, <laughs> mine is eleven. You are slacking, Sherman. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, it's it's, it, you know, you know, it's it's a it's a it's a little, it's a little bit. Um, it is really quite true, lah. Because um. You know, even for me, right, I just, like, left my job officially on the 2nd of October. Yeah. And then, like, you know, my managers and my colleagues have been telling me, oh, now you're a free man already, and then now it's like, oh, en- and enjoy your rest and stuff like that. But for me, it's like, I feel like, <laughs> it's been just, even after I quit my job, right, I haven't stopped. Does, the work doesn't stop me. Yeah. Because there's always, like, things to do, things to do, things to do, outside of, like, you know, meeting meeting friends or, or, or whatever, and it's it's such a it's it's a it's a perspective that I'm still trying to get used to uh, But I'm sure you guys are like <laughs> experts at by now already. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, uh, yeah Lord, I think I think sometimes because you are we are very small teams, just two of us. Mm. And now I mean we have uh, two interns, but but basically it's a very small team trying to do something uh, much bigger, yeah. much bigger, Lord. So. And and because we are small, and both of us are still very involved in the whole organisation itself, so uh, uh, also yeah, like we attend every single meeting, we mm. really go through every single thing together. So yeah. sometimes, uh, uh, I mean, to be honest, it does get overwhelming. But sometimes it gets very stressful, yeah. especially with other projects happening also. So yeah, uh, also yeah, for us, it's also on the top of minds how do we, how can we manage things <laughs> such that. Uh, yeah, long, we, we we do still take care of ourselves in that sense.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, I think uh, that's that. That should be about it for this screwed up moments. Plus, I will catch up with you guys again after we release more episodes. I guess maybe yeah. do like a wrap up or something. Right.
2: And and also please follow Fable Production. <laughs> Danny is doing a great job <laughs> with his podcasting. Uh, uh, we enjoyed very much this process of doing this podcast with him, and he's very very professional <laughs> about the whole process. So. If you want to do podcast Please hire him
1: (laughs) I I have not met someone With such uh, You know Good work ethics You know In trying to Not just Make his Favorite production work Right But in So selflessly Make You know Other people uh, Whatever project He's doing For other people Work uh, yeah, uh, like mm, he 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 places a lot more emphasis on other people's project than <laughs> his own, favorite production. So you know, if anyone were to engage him to do any project, right? I'm sure, I'm sure that he will value you a lot more than he value, <laughs> his you know what, uh, value himself. Okay, just go for it.
0: Yeah, that's all. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, thank you so much, Simon. And uh, yeah, thank you, Sherman, as well, (laughs) for those kind words. All right, this has been uh, another edition of the Screwed Up Moments Plus. Until next time. All right, so that was the the behind-the-scenes interview with Simon and Sherman. Wonderful, wonderful people, like I've mentioned. And for the record, I am not saying this just because they put so much praise on me. Although, I have to admit, it is nice getting validation for your work. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this little episode and peek into the people who put this podcast together. And also do support Happiness Initiative. If you have the means to sponsor them, please reach out to Simon or Sherman. I will leave their emails in the description. Otherwise, you can attend the coming Happiness Conference that is scheduled to take place on the 20th to 21st of March, 2020. Tickets are already on sale at happinessconference.asia. There is currently an early bird promotion where you can get one for one ticket while stocks last once again the website is happinessconference.asia so yeah thanks again for listening do follow the show on spotify and please 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 help to spread the show see ya